Treat me right fucking now. Welcome to episode 39 of the Just Chirpin' Podcast. The boys are on the kill tonight. The penalty kill, that is. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Well, that was a nice fade out. That today. was a hard stop. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so many buttons over here. Can I thank our first sponsor quick? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Take the floor. <laughs> All right. We'd like for you guys to check out Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. So I totally meant to f- like fade that one down. Um, maybe Jay can do that in post, but that was my goal. I'm like, just shut the music off. I don't see that I'm done. happening. <laughs> how, do, how do I sh- just hit the, what button was it? I got to switch to bank one, two, three, you know, that's why Jay sits over there with a Rubik's cube the whole time. Well, uh, anyway, so Brent or yeah. no, Chris, Yeah. what's new in your world? Man, I think it finally happened. I think I killed the Highlander. After 264,000 miles on my car, I think I might have finally done it in What'd over the do? weekend. What'd you got to put oil in it? Way to steal my thunder. <laughs> no, no, you can't. it wasn't oil. Blinker fluid? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it transmission fluid? I was out doing some shopping Saturday, had some issues, wasn't sure I was going to be able to make it home. Like it was running really hot and um, RPMs were up, having a really hard time shifting and everything. So I thought it was going to be a transmission issue. Have somebody run, my mom, to Meyer, pick up some <laughs> transmission fluid for me, the fix-it stuff, put that in there. And then she's like, check the oil. So I did. Oh. Pretty much bone dry in there. So oh, grabbed five that. quarts of oil, threw that in there. Um, it's running, but it's really not getting out of first gear anymore. So <laughs> I got to get it in um, to a shop to see if can be an easy fix otherwise i will be in the market for a new car yeah i guess yes i just had that one coming (laughs) i did i was also like two thousand miles over my oil change so you know this is kind of on me oh man that's a bummer and And you wonder why i don't want to get a more expensive car i can't even handle you know a 2003 well who knew you were supposed to check the fluids regularly my goodness i know but i did find another 2003 manufacturer (laughs) that's just suggested i think toyota did that on purpose so that you know (laughs) almost 20 years later i'd have to buy a new one but i did find another 2003 highlander with half the amount of miles on it 264,000 miles that's Mm -hmm. impressive yeah even if if it is dead you got your money's worth out of it. Yeah. I think the last repair I looked for was back in January of this year and it was like 300 bucks or something. And then beyond that, nothing really big. Nice. So yeah. gas, gas prices. Speaking of gas prices, you. Dollar Tree is now a dollar 25 on everything starting next year. They're going to have to change their name. <laughs> the dollar and a buck and a quarter. Buck and a quarter. It's going to look like a dollar five plus. and nine. <laughs> All right, Brent, your turn. You know, I kind of uh, actually had a nice little weekend. Uh, nice got, little Saturday. And I, I did have a nice little Saturday. I uh, went out to, uh, uh, yeah, best sister, Blair, was having a, a birthday party over her, her house. And it was for her friend Stacy, and it was Puerto Rican theme. And holy smokes, man, the food was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. One, two, three plates, and then I just started scrounging all night. 
So are delicious. Any of these people Puerto Rican yes. or did you culturally Stacey. appropriate? Okay. Yeah. No, okay. it was, <laughs> so it was PC then. Yeah. I was totally PC. <laughs> uh, you know, everybody was, you know, I, I have, now I, I, I own a, a Puerto Rican shirt and I actually tried to dress as closely like without, you know, pushing any, you know, limits. You show up in a sombrero and punch it. No, uh, I had, I had like khaki pants and a, and, and a, and a white dress shirt, you know, kind of, very similar to the the authentic garb, if you will, of uh, some of the festivals and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Kind of got to a moment there that uh, I was kind of on overload. And I decided I was going to leave. And so I was like, hey, Beth, I'm going to run around the corner. My, bud John, my buddy John Millard lives out here. And I haven't seen him in a year. So I, I'm just going to knock on his door. No if, doubt. Just go up there and knock on his door. Yep, you no know text how, or phone call. Nope. You know how I operate. Just do the 80th knock. I happen to be in the neighborhood. I knew you lived here. I stopped by. Yep. Yeah. Not, nothing move. awkward about that at all. Well, it wasn't awkward in the 80s, so. No. <laughs> no, it certainly wasn't. In the 2020s, it's a little weird. Yeah. So I did it. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I get in there. I go through the garage. Open up the back door through the garage or the garage door or whatnot. Do the old famous knock, knock. Dude, put your pants on. And literally, he was right there at the bathroom, and he all his freak mode. He's like, oh, did, did, wait, I did, "Who is it? Is it Belgian? Oh my! Hang on, one second. I'm, like, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. You made me break my concentration. I thought someone was breaking in. Um, so no, it was really that uh, was really cool. And I sat over there. Uh, John and I grew up together, elementary school, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we had a few fast cans, if you know what I mean. And uh, to be honest, we just talked, and then he goes, "How's your podcast going?" And I was like, "You know what? Fire it up!" And we we actually watched the latest episode on, on the big screen, <laughs> and he just started laughing because he does a podcast. And he wants to be on our show. He likes what we do. Oh, I, and, I think that's great. We could do a little cross pollination. A- absolutely. Uh, my buddy John, uh, his podcast is kind of revolves around like mental health, uh, anxiety, and stuff like that, and that's. Uh, something that he has really jumped into him and I have a lot of a very similar story in life so we've kind of became two peas in a pod so we can talk with the, talk about this stuff and you got like a safe house you know yeah, that'd you be great get it uh, get it off our chest you know and go back and function in society again but uh yeah he'd love to be on the show and I'm really proud of him he's continuing his show and uh yeah, maybe we can have them on here in a few I weeks. Think that you sounds know. good. Steph, how about you? What did you do this weekend? I, I raked the leaves and bagged them on, on Sunday. My uh, my lawnmower seized up, so I had to do it all by hand. Did you forget to mower. check the oil? <laughs> I was going to say Chris changed the oil for definitely you. Definitely took care of the oil, but um, <laughs> it, it, it was time. <laughs> oh, so, all right. I guess it was... Uh, how many miles did it have? <laughs> but it was about 264,000. <laughs> no, it was 12 years old. It probably has a few miles on it. So this spring I'll be getting a new lawnmower. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Proud of you. I was all tuckered out after doing that. And then Monday morning we had all that wind come through late Sunday night. And did everything you did. And it blew leaves all over the place. And they <laughs> all the neighbors' leaves collected in my like back door area and I was really ticked off because I worked so hard. Yeah. So before I went to work, I quickly scrounged up all the leaves, put them in another bag and Put them back out by yeah, the road. Put them out back by the road, yeah. right where I left them. Nice. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah. That's kind of a blue-collar weekend for yeah, you. Yeah, it was you a blue-collar weekend, a short work week. Uh, got a few things taken care of at, at work at the old office there and looking forward to 
um, you know, Thanksgiving tomorrow. And yes. We've got uh, the Northview Comstock Park Sparta yes. alumni game on Saturday. Saturday, which you've been so gracious to help ah. and help me uh, facilitate and take care of. So we've got that going on Saturday. I've got Cason's hockey Friday night and Saturday morning. So we'll be in and out of the rink. Got the, uh, got the wheels cut today. Went over and saw rich at true edge. He's a sponsor. Did you look fast or do you feel like you're fast? I hope I feel faster. I'm still breaking in these. You don't look fast. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. But if you feel fast, I'm on board for you. Right. I'm having a hard time (laughs) breaking in these new pants. They have, additional padding that i'm not used to my old ones were yeah because your hips are bigger than yeah, i got i got these wide yams you know from all the <laughs> leg presses i do um yeah yeah so I'm, I'm just struggling out there the pants are a little too tight and i gotta get new skates soon so ah. i'm really not looking forward to breaking in pants and skates at the same time we'll get you through it though all right we'll get you through it because those are kind of like fun little toy things for you so yeah those yeah. are fun to break in yeah Oh, here we go. I'm moving into the first segment. Is this where I'm supposed to thank Piranis? <laughs> Did no, I jump the no, gun there? No, you didn't. I <laughs> no, just thought good. we would wrap up the what's what with a goal, uh, with an end of period horn, and we'll get into the news. <laughs> oh, that works. And Chris has a couple of topics to share with us, so fire away, buddy. Yeah, based on discussion a couple weeks ago where we talked about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, um, Jerry came back last week, uh, end of last week on that, with a not guilty verdict all around on the five counts I think they had for him. So it was interesting to see. And then the um, reaction throughout the media and stuff, it seemed a little apocalyptic. Yeah, Uh, I did. I, I, I watched more of it than I probably would like people to, uh, you know, to know, Mm -hmm. but I did. I watched every minute of that whole thing. (laughs) You know, like we covered on the show though, I, I know I'm a gun owner, you know, and, and, this wasn't a black white issue for me. This was mm-hmm. a self defense issue for me, and if well, uh, everybody shot was white. Yeah, well, I know, but <laughs> if uh, if they found him guilty on any accounts, the fallout for for gun owners and self defense mm-hmm. would have been or could have been, and still potentially, who knows? You know, it could have been really, really, really bad. Um, I did. I watched all of it. I didn't want to have any questions. I didn't want to have any doubts. And in my opinion, uh, I think the jury got it right. I really do. I've, I've watched too much of it just to see the other side. And if you want to argue schematics, like, well, he shouldn't have been there. Well, guess what? They shouldn't have been there either. You know, uh, it's, it's, everybody's wrong in the whole thing. And all these wrongs came out to unfortunately are right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it, you know? Do you have any comments on that? I know uh, you were busy writing I, notes. I was writing notes, um, but I, I I couldn't agree more with Brent. I don't really see this being a black and white thing. Um, I think with self-defense, I should he have been there? Maybe not, but he if, if he went there to protect somebody's place of business from what happened in downtown well, the- Grand Rapids then I think that's more of a vigilante thing, and I wish there was more of them. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad that we live in... Well, that's not a vigilante thing when you're actually doing things for the community. He, well, he, he didn't go out... I shouldn't say vigilante. That's the wrong word. Totally the, the wrong word. Wrong word choice, but he went out there to assist in the effort, I should say. And he did. And I, I think that's admirable. It's sad that we live in a time 
where the word patriot has negative connotation with it opposed to what patriotism stands for and i would i would like my neighbor to protect my home when i'm away yeah. from vandals and i'm not saying that the the black lives matter movement is of the ilk to do vandalism i think that anytime you have a protest it opens up for far right far left extremist groups to do damage to push a message that they have on a platform that's already been out there that's civil without jumping into it too much but i i definitely feel uh in the last year and a half if not longer that uh, a lot of these uh, things that have kind of hit the mainstream protests and stuff have been kind of uh hijacked a little bit um i don't i don't directly see uh blm you know, I could, you know, I don't want to be wrong or maybe I am wrong. I don't know, you know, how to word it. I don't see them out there with the primary purpose to do the damage and the rioting. I do think that there's a level of hijacking and then people jump on board mm-hmm. and it's very easy for other people to jump in. Yeah. Once somebody else breaks a window, then yeah. it's kind of a free for all. I mean, it, you know, uh, we go, you, you can sit there and say that about BLM and then we'll go to January 6th and we'll go out to the, to the right side and, and the insurrection of January 6th. And yeah. you, you can sit there and say, Hey, you know we'll what? We'll get there a little later. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can sit there and say that was a, you know, another protest or whatnot that got hijacked. You know, it just, it's, it's tough to read anything. And if anything, I have learned, um, don't go to protest. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> no I'm matter not, what, I'm not going to any protest. But I, I, I have seriously withdrew from the news a ton. I, I, I it has scarred me because it, it, it doesn't jive with the type of person I feel like I am. And then I, I don't want to sit here and say that I'm questioning who I am because I feel like, man, I was raised right. I think I got everything in order, you know, things I disagree or whatnot. And, and, and I'm sitting there going, how can you even support some of these things that, that, that are out there? You know, how can you even say that? You know? And I don't know. I just really hope at the end of this, at Kyle Rittenhouse, brother, I hope you are a very, very rich man for everybody. You and your, uh, oh, definitely. your attorneys are going after because that's, that is terrible. Yeah. And now that you're proven innocent, they really don't have a leg to stand on. Well, that poor kid was accused of being a white supremacist. Yes. Among many other things. And I can't imagine being a young man and having the, the media cram that down everybody's throat and how you would feel if yeah. I, if somebody called me a racist, I, I would be really, really offended and upset because that's the furthest thing. But nobody's going to know it besides like a group of 50 people. This kid was put on stage. Yeah, when you put on a big stage like that, so I'd be pissed. I'm sure he's pissed, and I expect, uh, it, rightfully so, he deserves a pound of flesh for what they, the ringer that they put them through. And anybody that's out there saying that he definitely is guilty or should be found guilty and in jail, I, I think you got to really do some digging and not just go off from what the media is feeding yeah, you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think there needs to be some soul-searching. You know, um, I did watch, like, the follow-up after – he was acquitted uh, and people were coming on and there was kind of a, a stage for people to voice their opinion and stuff like that. I struggle. I even roll my eyes here a little bit. Um, how can you, how can you sit there and defend uh, some of these people that were clearly, I feel clearly in the wrong 
And then on top of that, not only in the wrong, but they also have a record longer than my arm. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. And, and you know what? Hang around better people. You won't have to be in this bullshit to begin with. Brenner, are you victim right. shaming? I, 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 I'm not. I don't. I, if that's what it's called, then I, then I guess I am. I don't know. I just no. I find that hard to believe. Just you know, if I you're gonna point it. the finger at him and say he did this and he did that, or you know, he's a bad guy for this and that. Then how about the people that got shot? Look into their track record and what the yeah. heck they were doing there. It's got to go both ways. It does. Two-way street. And, and that's kind of why I pulled away a lot from the media and all that. And it's, uh, the news. It's just not worth it. It's too much of a headache. Yeah. Might drop them out. Right. <laughs> Hot on the heels of that. Let's let's move move into. I had another place piece. where justice was served. Oh, um, down in Georgia, the jury came back with convictions in the um, Ahmed Arbery um, murder down there in Georgia. So that was kind of an interesting one. I didn't watch it as much, but I do have a lot of um, coworkers and colleagues that are from Brunswick, Georgia, where that happened at. So it was kind of interesting to now get there. There was three convictions on. there. So what can you, can you give me the nuts and bolts of what happened? For some reason, this isn't fresh in my mind. I will let Chris, I do. Yeah, I do remember watching if, the, video, um, uh, the videos and I saw it and you know what? Good. Um, so I agree with what from what I the remember hearing, uh, you know, the overview of the case, um, Ahmed was out there and I don't know if he was actually in a house that was under construction, but he was walking nearby and apparently some neighbors of the house where the construction site was going on um, had the cops called and were talking with them a week or two ago um, because there had been some robbery of this house building or, you know, building materials and tools and right. stuff Okay, being taken out of there. And they were given a description and they apparently matched this guy. Okay. So uh, Ahmed, right. It, yeah. it matched his description. Matched okay. the description of a purported robber or something sure. that was there. So somebody wearing dark clothes with a hood up and just walking around and like stuff that, there. Perhaps. So these neighbors, excuse me, um, started to chase him down and he took off, I think running at first and then hopped in a car. Um, being the good old Southern boys, they were, they, uh, jumped in the back of their pickup truck and, um, chased him down. Oh, so they ran this guy down. Yes. Oh my. I had Absolutely. heard, and I don't know if this was confirmed or not, which this is where it would only make it a stickier situation on the conviction is that they were deputized. By the local sheriff. This isn't fucking young guns. <laughs> right. You know, come on, regulators. Right. <laughs> no, no. That's the only thing that could give the, a little more legal uh, loophole, I guess, uh, on that, if that was actually the case. But if it was, I still don't think they would have, the verdict would have been any different. I don't either. But anyways. Um, so they ended up trying the folks that went after yes. him? So they chased after him, and then I think they somehow got around and in front of him, and we were able to cut him off. Um, so he being surrounded, I think there were three guys yes. there, um, hop out. And I don't know if they had their rifles on them or not. I think one of them shot him from the butt of the, uh, the bed of the truck. Oh man. All right. So he got shot right in the street. Well, he was after they stopped him and got in front of him. Um, you know, I'm sure holding their rifles and everything. Yeah. He goes in self-defense to pull out his handgun or a rifle that he had in his car. And that's when they shot him. Oh, All right. And then the three individuals that murdered, it sounds murder. like murder, um, were convicted. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
I'm all caught up. I, I, I feel like that's uh, the right call on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they didn't, you know, deputize. Uh, yeah, seriously, this isn't the old West. You know what? Hey, you see somebody suspecting that you suspicion or suspect? Yeah, call the know, cops. Just call the cops. I mean, if he was there and then you chased him away anyways, right? you right. don't have to go running after someone. Yes. So, so the, uh, the, the quote unquote deputized guys that jumped in the truck are, are white males. Yes. And Ahmed is African American. Yes. He was black. Okay. So it, you want to talk, uh, I mean, going back to the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, point your finger at this case. And here we are agreeing that justice was served. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you know what? I know what we could throw a third case on it. And I, I, I don't have the name in front of me, but I, and I was it the same day, a black man, uh, self-defense uh, also won his case against a, a, a white man. Um, I, I, it was all on the same day. And it was all legit. Like, yep. Uh, we, the the whole thing uh, with the media, you know, is just they th- throw out the one case and everybody's eyes are on that one. Yeah, let's but, talk about these two. Why, you know, why aren't exactly. the media bringing that up? Because you know, I, I think that's fair, though. I do apologize for not knowing the black gentleman that uh, did self-defense, and he did win uh, in his case also, same day. I believe it was the same day that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse got acquitted. He got acquitted. It would have been nice to have more media coverage yeah. on those two pieces. You know, because those are legit, and that actually speaks towards the um, the the BLM and you know, I mean, the racial divide that the media, in my opinion, the media is is sticking yeah in in, in the craw of everything. You, you hear comments about you know Trump created this divide. I think the media created uh, the divide. media created, and it there's no divide opinion. in my eyes. I Black, white, you know, yellow, green, purple, whatever color you are, if you're a good, genuine person, you're a kin of mine. I, I you know what, the, I, you know, you, you you say that, and it's like you and I have hung out for years. I have never seen, or I've never really felt like this quote unquote racial divide, you know, um, until everything that's happened in the last year and a half, two years. I feel like we're good people. We surround ourselves with good people. And maybe that's why we, we're naive to maybe what else is going on that out there. True. You yeah. know, I, I mean, think you're right. I'm, there's no doubt. We don't that. see, see I'm, not, I'm numb or naive or don't see it. And it's probably right there. I just, in my heart, don't feel that way. Yep. Um, you know, racist. Yep. You know, and neither do you or Chris or Jay. Well, you know, obviously. Like I said, we surround ourselves with people of all sorts of, you know, uh, color, religion, mm-hmm. sexuality. And, and it's, widespread oh, of yeah. the people that we hang around, especially our, in the hockey community. Our, our West Michigan hockey community is uh, cut from every cloth you know, and we all get along great. And, and, and I do feel also with that hockey community and, and adding on what you say is like it, the people come in there that definitely do not agree with you. They no. do not agree with me, sure. but everybody there too is like surround yourself with good people. It's like, I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to, you know, like what you say, but I accept you as a good person mm-hmm. too. And, and I think important. that's uh, probably one of the biggest things I've noticed that I really haven't had any issues at the, you know, the tournaments or in hockey in general. People say, hey, you know what? You agree this. I agree that. But you know what? We don't even have to talk about it. And we can have other things that we can celebrate together. Yeah. You know, put it aside. Speaking of celebrating, I think we, uh, we got a, a, a lighthearted story coming up. Ish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting I, a little more feedback from you on that one. I lost in thought. I kind of started to read the article you sent over oh. uh, prior to the show. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this looks good. Thumbs up in my head and, and figured you'd tell us. A little bit of injustice here. 
a uh, gentleman, a 16-year-old by the name of Cameron Tucker, was suspended for school for a day um, after it was found on the after he was found on the third floor bathroom of Renaissance High School, um, cutting fellow students' hair in the bathroom. So he gets suspended because he brought scissors and a deadly weapon. <laughs> Those clippers uh, can be very, yeah, very dangerous. Assuming he was using clippers. Okay. All right. So what else was all about the fade? That was it. Well, I mean, in the were they were they cut in class to do this? Because it was during study hall, so I guess kind of. But I mean, it's study it, hall. Are, where are you supposed to be? This kid's right, an entrepreneur. I, I think right, it, exactly. I, I think like it's this. a great thing. He's probably helping people out. Heck yeah! I mean, barber rates are worse than the Dollar Tree going up twenty five <laughs> cents. You know what? Think about it. He screws up his buddy's hair. Well, guess who's getting the next haircut? We got to make this right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut? No. Two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I, apparently, over the summer, he wanted to learn how to cut hair, um, okay. you know, save a few bucks, help out his brother and cousins. So his uncle taught him, um, you know, how to do the fade, who's a barber. Did a good job with it and then started, as the article oddly put it, servicing his football team. By giving them I don't think servicing the football team is um, a really that's, good choice. Yeah, uh, of, that's Fox Two Detroit words. for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, teacher walked into the bathroom, and as the teacher had said on the call to his mom, uh, "You need to come pick up, you know, Cameron." There's kids all lined up in the bathroom. There's hair everywhere. It looks like a scene out of barbershop. So <laughs> I, uh, you know what? Besides, I guess if there is one thing I'm going to gripe about, make sure you clean up the hair before you go. Yeah. Where's I, the broom I, and dustpan? Yeah, Somebody's got to clean that bathroom after you, you go. Yeah, and then you know what? Don't do it again. You know, do yeah. it outside. A suspension, I, I don't think is necessary. No. Hey. But, I just got yelled at in middle school when I was selling candy out of my locker. I was cheaper than the lunch too ladies. E- too easy. I'm letting it go. Letting it go. It was bags of Skittles. <laughs> hey, there's Skittles in there. I I think it's there's I think there's so many cool things about what you just told me. I think it's so cool that he, he spent time with the family. Mm-hmm. You know, he learned a trade. Let's be honest about this. You know, a lot of people are too lazy to get off the couch nowadays, and this kid's out there hustling. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you know and. I use I use the word hustling, and some people are like, "Oh, that's bullshit." You know what? Hustling is anybody that wants to make a buck. You're gonna find a way to you're gonna find a way to learn something, to do something, to provide a service, and hustle, and be, you become a businessman. And this young man, in my eyes, he went to the family barber, and he learned a trade. Learned it. Uh, it also caught the attention of one of the top rated barbers um, in Detroit, who has bunch of the pro athletes that come to him and stuff and R&B singers, musicians and stuff from Detroit. And he offered them kind of an apprenticeship or an internship. And um, so, okay. That's awesome. Gig work, man. So, so once again, (laughs) let's go back to what I say. He learned a trade Mm -hmm. and now he got noticed and you know what? Kudos to the company that's going to put his name out there and hopefully they give him the, the opportunities here he deserves. He's going to be cutting hair for professional football players, entertainers, all that shit. Give, give him a, a scholarship. Suspen- you know what? Suspension. Fuck off, man. Right. I, I'm making bank now. <laughs> some of the best, entre- some of the best entrepreneurs yep. had that same road where 
you know, school wasn't for them. They, yeah. Well with it, with school. Um, and I don't think he was, you know, ditching out on classes or anything. It was study hall, but the school has a program through their career services. So by the time he graduates, he can have his cosmetology license, Dude, that's or his awesome. barber license. So I, hope he gets I was it. kind of surprised to Absolutely. see that. I know they had like building trades, you know, when we were in school yeah. and mechanical and or auto repair and stuff, well, but they're I starting didn't know. to kind of phase those out, the industrial yeah. arts program, yeah, which makes absolutely no schools, sense. I had wood shop, I had right. metal shop. Well, we didn't even have a metal shop at our school. We had wood and plastics, which is great. Plastics was up and coming, but I have a, uh, I don't know for sure, but it seems like it's kind of taken a back seat. So I could see that at the actual school, but I'm talking right. about um, Kent Skill Center and okay. stuff. Well, yeah, the with Skill the, Center, the Skill Center. With yeah. learning trades. You know what, stick, sticking on this topic for just a second here, I have to ask you guys, because the generational, did you guys actually have home ec in your Yeah, what, criteria, it was Mrs. Um, is it Miss or Mrs. Palmer's class. She, she had, had like, you guys had stoves it was, is what I'm yeah, asking. You guys learned how to yeah, make macaroni school. and cheese or make a cake, muffins, yeah. yep. stuff uh, like that. Cooking, okay. net, uh, sewing. Is that still a thing? or? I would gosh, imagine I it would know. still be, I would hope but so. I didn't check really when we... When we visited the right. high school, well, they had a last. Uh, they had a small course in in your civics or economics class where they taught you how to write checks. Yeah, and that wasn't until some BS personal finance. It thing. was the last like segment of the course curriculum of your senior year. Of your like, senior year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like. You've you already know, signed up for college, <laughs> taken out $50,000 in debt, and then here comes Miss Hughes, and she's like, oh, that's bad. Or, I don't even know if they said that, you know. I. Big fan of the Dave Ramsey kid, but there's not stuff, a, there's so. not enough of those types of classes out there that actually teach you know the home home That's act what stuff, um, how to write a check, but or how to write a check, oh. how to balance a check. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> writes checks anymore. I, well, yeah. there are still bills out there. Teach that you need. how to use Venmo. Uh, you know that wasn't around when I graduated. On this topic, though, you know Phoenix had a birthday. You know, I think this was like two years ago, so he's going to be fourteen, and he's. I go, dude, you got to write thank you letters. And he looked at me like I was like an idiot. I got to write a thank you letter? Well, yeah. You what, know what? what is stationary? Yeah. Somebody somebody gives <laughs> you something. Paper? Somebody does something nice for you. You you, you, you write them a thank you. You know, you, so you just, there's just a little note saying, hey, thank you for the 50 bucks or thank you for the money. You know, I look forward to putting it towards a video game or, you know, a college or whatever it is, gas in the car, whatever it is. And uh, so he, he did it begrudgingly. He did it. He looked at me when I said, all right got their address and he's like yep and i go fill out the envelope and i'll get a stamp for you he looked at me he didn't know how to fill out an envelope oh, you man. know right you know return address <laughs> and he and i'm like are you kidding me you know you're a freshman in high school and you do not know how to fill out an envelope the course curriculum has moved away from it because email is now the future but it, you know students don't know how to fill out a mailing envelope yeah, it just it blew me away. I, I, know. I did. I looked at him. I'm like, Phoenix, how are you supposed to write home when you're in jail? This is why America <laughs> is in the trouble. I just get that's just a joke. Always a answer joke. those collect calls. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't answering collect call. I get a collect call. I'm ignoring that shit. This Your ass a, deserves to be there. This is a collect call from the Kent County Sheriff's Department. <laughs> oh. oh, what do we got? We got more. Uh, one more thing. You alluded to it earlier about the January 6th riot. So there is a movie that's coming out um, tomorrow, actually, on Thanksgiving called Capital Punishment. Um, tagline, everything they told you is a lie. 
Um, it's not actually out in theaters. It's one that you can go ahead and purchase for yourself. It's 10 bucks, um, but it can be found at capitalpunishmentthemovie.com. Okay. Mm. So they definitely dive in and highlight the organized nature behind all of these purported rioters that also quote unquote stormed the Capitol. Um, getting into it, all of the earpieces that we're seeing, um, the orange tags that everybody was wearing that was in, you know, different pockets or cells and stuff. And they really uh, go in there and stuff. And so dive what, into what it. you're telling me is I can't re recall uh, his name. It's like Michael something. Basically this is, gonna be more of a right wing conspiracy thing versus the left wing Michael Moore is who Michael Moore, yes. Yeah. Michael Moore, you know, bowling <laughs> for combine, stuff yes. like that. Yeah. So this is Yes. This is on the uh I guess on the right side. Even though it doesn't have to be a right No, it doesn't issue, have to but be, but I can kind of see Does it always have to be black, white, right, left? Come on. <laughs> well when you're going through a Color revolution, yes, but <laughs> wow, color revolution. I like it's that. a CIA thing. I yeah, like look that. it up. We've been doing it, so now it's time you know we get one on us. Well, I have to bone anyways. up on that. <laughs> so, that movie's coming out, it should be pretty interesting. I've seen you know bits and pieces of different you know, uh, like trailers. anecdotes and stuff, or you know, just things that seemed questionable that didn't seem to make sense if you thought there was um you know, militia mobs of people that were coming in to, you know, take down the government. Sure. The Patriot Shaman just got officially uh, 41 months in prison. He Jail or is prison? Um, requesting a federal. new attorney. Yeah, they're in federal. Don't get me started. He'll on be, those on, guys. He'll yeah, be on the links in no time. The, 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 the point is, is, is like, it, I don't care what people show me i'm gonna make my own conclusions mm -hmm. you know so but but i i'm just kind of half excited to just be able to see footage of it because it seems like there's thousands of hours and i've seen like 18 minutes the same the same uh carefully chosen angles yeah. with uh certain people in front of it and yeah stuff. it's i don't know I, I i guess i just would like to know i don't want to be lied to anymore i'm just you know, and I know when I watch this, I'm going to get kind of maybe a perspective that's only going to be coming from the other way. But if I see the left do this and I see the right do this, and then I can put the stuff together in the middle and say, okay, this is truth and this is bullshit. So we, bullshit. we have a bit of a homework assignment perhaps over the no. long weekend and maybe no, I'll be watch watching it, it and then I'll give report you a, on you, it. You give me a heads up. I'm going to be working on that pile. So no, I'm not. No, I don't um, have time. Well, okay. It is kind of good though, I guess, that the. Shaman, sham, shaman, 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 shaman. No, shaman. Finally got to the Patriot shaman or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah whatever um, because there's hundreds of other uh, protesters, if you will, that have been in the DC jail without even arraignments or anything yet for damn near nine months now. Well, so, and in the time that he's in there leading up to his conviction or whatever um, counts towards this time I did here. Yeah, that's true. So. That's, uh, that's true. But, but they're going to try to get him out, and 41 months seems a little excessive for trespassing, but that's another thing. Well, when you trespass on the Capitol, they make a big deal about it, apparently. Everybody's so sensitive. I'm Thanks not, a lot, I'm not going to get into this, but I don't think he was trespassing. Okay, well, I have. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's our building. And that's what I'm getting you at. Know? <laughs> we pay the taxes. So I, 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 I think I've got... Maybe one of our first, you know, feedbacks, a chirp or 
uh, something from a listener. Somebody chirped us just I now? Got, I got not just now, but Oh, thank God, because I would have lost my shit. Earlier just... <laughs> <laughs> We should have gone Facebook Live on this one. Oh. Not a sponsor yet. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't want his money. I had to pull that one out. So I got a text message from our faithful listener, Mike Dewey. Um oh, he nice. was on episode number Yeah, I still, he still wants his gift certificate, huh? Oh, I'm getting to that. You just, <laughs> you just sit over there and wait a minute. Yeah. So here's 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 our text conversation. He goes, um, he sent me a message this morning. He said, you should, should suggest to Chris that he sets up his hot tub on pavers with a four-inch compacted sand base. He said his folks um, had their hot tub for 30 years like, that way with no problem. And then, I will look into that. Yeah. So I told him I'd tell you that. And that, well, here we go. I definitely will pass that on. Um, and I said, did Brent get you your free skate sharpening? Don't ask questions you don't want to hear the uh, answers yeah, right? to. Those, oh, I wanted to know the <laughs> answer because I needed to bust your ass about something. I, uh, it's sitting on the corner of my desk. Oh. Home. I can see it in my head. So so uh, Mike's response was, uh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm starting to think he's using it like a carrot hanging in front of me, so I keep listening to the show. That could not be. I like that. That's spot no, I, on, actually. You know what? We got to say his name again. So, <laughs> there so you we, have it. We got it right and, there. And then I followed it up with, oh, he's going to get some shit for that tonight. So, yes. Um, why Done don't deal. you give him the damn skate sharpening for crying you know, out loud? You know why? Because I put it in, I put it in that... You in your safe spot? In my safe spot. And then all of a sudden, the way things are at the house right now, there's three cars in a row. And whatever the one is at the end of the line, that's just the one I take. And so I Today, I'm driving, driving Phoenix's car. Yeah, I am. It's actually outside. You know, and I just keep forgetting to, like, I take everything out. And then I forget to bring it back. And then I'm like, hey, what's going on? And, you know, I was like, hey, I don't want this to be awkward. Tell me a funny story. I got to get going. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I love you. You know that. And you know what? Fuck it. I'll, oh, uh, man. Apparently I got to them two now. I know. I was just going to say that. Maybe you can have Phoenix uh, show you how to address an envelope and you can mail it to him. <laughs> I know. I can just. Well, I, I think this is a good avenue as we close out that segment to also give out um, another free skate shark. Yeah, don't give it to me to hand out though. I'm done with this bullshit. The, the first person that has my phone number to send me a text message regarding the show will get a free skate sharpening. Send you. Send me. One of the personalities of just tripping. Yep. Somebody has to have my you phone number. Me right now? I know I'm a big effing deal. <laughs> Let's get into this ad then. Thank you to True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. We hope you guys will check them out. Check them out. I checked them out this evening. Me and Case went up there and got our skate sharpen, sharpen, sharpening, sharp, sharpen, sharpened. Row ads. Row it. Oh my gosh, I'm stoned. Must have been the Nas. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate movie quotes. Oh. They always just go right over me. Oh. I can appreciate it. I do. Uh, you, know, you hit that, that guy. Great movie, though. <laughs> great, great movie. Great movie. You know, um, not trying to jump on anything, but the uh, black sheep is special in its own way. It really is. Great movie. <laughs> but I, I took, the, took the kid over there, talked with Rich for a little while. He's giving me some pointers on some new skates because my uh, Nexus 400s are starting to take a crap. Yeah, you me. only go left on those things now? Yeah. 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 That's yep. better than I saw previously anyway. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> well, we got a little bit of hockey news. I don't know if anybody caught it, but... Uh, Kirby Doc got into a little bit of a tussle with Blake Coleman after Kirby 
put a little bit of a hit on Alex Dabrinkit. Um, Kirby Doc plays for the Chicago Blackhawks, and Blake Coleman plays for the Calgary Flames. Um, one thing I should note is Kirby Doc is six foot six, and Blake Coleman is a, a five eleven. Er, you shared the video with that me uh, with me before we got this going here. Yeah. I'm impressed. That was good, Tilly. Yeah, it really was. I mean, neither guy went down, and it looked like a couple of those punches actually connected pretty good. You know, I I was impressed with it. Do you think the fight was warranted um, with with the hit on Debrinket? I, I do you think he got him a little too much in the numbers? Any, anytime anybody hits anybody from the back, you got it coming. I I, I, I guess in today's I, NHL. Well, or do you think just in general? In general, I think today's NHL is a little bit softer than. Than it was. Did uh, did anybody fight immediately after Draper's face went into the wall? Oh, man. It wasn't until you know the sweet revenge was was casted. Yeah, there's. It's, you're right. I, yeah, I never really thought of that because nobody did anything after Draper. I I do know that. Uh, I mean, there was a scrum, but it wasn't anything like, uh, "Hey, we're." Yeah. You got to answer the bell for this right now. It was very it was made very clear though after that game we will meet again. And uh, you go ahead and watch that uh, watch it, man. It was mm-hmm. I um I do think people were a little tougher, mm-hmm. uh, a little grittier. I think that's in all sports nowadays. I mean, watch it, I'm watching sports for as long as I have, you know. Um I got to say that I could definitely tell and see the difference between watching a game in the 80s and the 90s, the 2000s, the 210s, and now here we are in the 2020. Um, yeah, I think it's softer. I think that um, people um, are a little bit more sensitive to things. I guess back in the day, you know, we, we take that we'd take the same hit and nobody bats an eye. You know, you you go watch hockey in the eighties and nineties. People were killing each other, and they just got up and kept going. Uh, you jump into the two thousands, and then we kind of get introdu- introduced to the concussion era, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, CTE starts coming to the table, and uh, mental health is uh, pretty important. So now people are ultra sensitive to that. You know, not you know, I'm not making jokes of it because if you if you know my own history, I can definitely be empathetic to this. Well, of course not. We've had you know? we've had episodes where we've been heavy on the mental health, and it's important in the NHL. We've got you know boxing, baseball, soccer, football. I mean, uh, every- mental health. They all have their ways of getting hit in the head, mm-hmm. you know, and it happens. Well, and even if you're not athletic at all, you you know, you could be somebody like oh, Chris, yeah. for instance, who. Can still have mental health issues, and he doesn't even play sports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what hole you just tried to dig yourself out of, but nope, you're, I'm in you're the in same there. hole with him. You're right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. Nope. <laughs> uh, with with that with that being said, though, it, it is different. Um, sometimes I think they're quick to jump the gun. I don't like any, I, 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 hell, I didn't even like getting hit from behind in the eighties or nineties. Right. You know, and, and I do know people turned around as like, you turn around and you stick up for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there was more sticking up for yourself that happened instead of having somebody else sticking up for uh, you. Usually it's kind of one of those things where somebody is, you know, the, you're on the ice. You're not going to get right up. Yeah. If you've been clocked pretty good. I yep. know. I know I came 
to I've been knocked out before for you yep. one time and somebody's gonna answer, answer for that hit. Yep. And, and it happens. But I, I, I do. I just think it's uh, I don't want to call it softer because it's, it's hard to call it softer because they're going way faster than they're, we ever did. That's a very good point. They, you know, they are scooting across the ice a lot faster. Teams they're are loading, a lot harder. They're teams so are loading up harder. with talent to play against um, Connor McDavid and his speed and his hands and all of that. We we are the the enforcer era. I think is behind us. Um, more teams, you got to have guys like uh, Ryan Reeves that can are, are heavyweights, but they actually can play the game too and put you know get on that that uh, plus get on the plus side of the plus minus as well as um, on the stat sheet, not but just penalties. You go look back in history, and you, you just kind of defined you know Bob Probert. Mm-hmm. You want to laugh at me? No, go look up his stats. What was he? You know he had what thirty? He was a thirty thirty guy one year. I, I could be wrong. I know he had 30 goals. I, got, I don't know how many assists he had, but then he also what compiled something like stu- like 180, 200 penalty minutes. He mm-hmm. could do it all. He made the all-star team that year. He, you know, he's out there with Gretzky, you know? Yeah. And uh, McSorley had probably a pile of assists playing with Gretzky. I don't know the numbers, but how you could you imagine. not? At least he got a ton of pluses. Yeah. At the very least, if he wasn't even touching the puck, he was protecting I, the great one. I definitely think that there should be enforcers out there still at some level. And the only reason I really support this is, is because if there's nobody out there to protect the superstar, the superstar is in danger because they're, they're going to do it. I think Sid Crosby, I, I, I've never been a big fan of Sid Crosby. I do think he's whiny a little bit, little complainer a little bit, you know, but now looking back on all that hard criticism is, is who does he have there to protect him? And and then you go watch the games and he tries to stick up for himself and it just comes off dirty. He doesn't have a McSorley sitting there. He doesn't have a Joe Kosher. He doesn't have a, a Donald Brashear. I think those guys had a place in the game. Those guys clearly were good enough to make the show not only as a fighter, because you got to skate. You, you just can't sit there and be, oh, this guy's a hell of a fighter. Let's pull, you know. Well, these guys, you, there's no doubt that these guys were the captain of their, you know, junior team, wherever they came from. Your, your John Scotts, your Paul Bissonnettes, you know, players like that that have been relegated to the fourth line and then beyond the fourth line is like, hey, it's it's getting a little dicey out there. Go out there and and you know, yeah, pr- do what you protect so and so. Get in, get in one if you have to to. You know, stimulate a little offense here and there. Going back to it, thought it was a good fight. I'd have to watch it again to see if it was uh, the hit. The hit was warranted, like or like warranted a fight. Um, somebody else was trying to get to him. Also, if you watch that, somebody else yeah. was trying to get him from behind. So I, I, I guess I didn't see the hit as anything super atrocious, and I was kind of surprised. At like, oh, so he's going to fight this guy, and then to find out he's fighting somebody else. Yeah, and I don't believe there was a call on the ice for that matter yeah. either. So it must not have been that egregious. There's so many where you can get somebody from the side and they turn into the board's face first. There's a lot in the NHL. Well, there's a lot in hockey where you it turn so fast. you turn to the wall and you put yourself in a vulnerable state. Yep. And it's it's dangerous because you could end your hockey career by by turning into the wall. We're teaching our youth to play an angle coming off the wall. Yep. Even it, yes, your your most direct route to the puck is directly straight at it, but that puts your numbers towards the center of the of the zone and a would-be attacker that's going to 
put the body on you to take separate you from the puck. So we're teaching them to come around and play the puck off the wall I so mean, that they're always facing contact. When I placed, uh, played indoor soccer all the time, I mean, you would... This you, is a hockey podcast? Why? I know. You know, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but, like, the same thing is, like, hockey, because you're on skates, it's a different motion. So you are going to take that that angle approach soccer we are not taking a roundabout no it's a straight route there but you're stepping you would step and pivot so that if you (laughs) did get hit you're hitting your shoulder and your back to the boards instead of eating the boards and Mm -hmm. if anybody hit you from behind you know it was a dirty there's no question it was Mm -hmm. dirty and things are going sideways yeah something like that yeah um yeah so i moving on i you know LeBron and um, Isaiah Stewart uh, got into a little bit of a, a yep. hockey fight. I did watch that. <laughs> they get their sneakers scuffed. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I, I got to tell you guys before you get into it, Brent. You go. I, I cannot stand basketball. Neither can I. I hate One basketball. One bit. Hate I, I can, Absolutely hate it. Like, I would rather watch soccer than basketball. Did I you miss your Grand Rapids hoops. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I I guess Isaiah Stewart was trying to what do you call it, box out LeBron James, and LeBron James yeah. wasn't happy about it and threw a flagrant elbow and busted this guy's face. He needed yeah, he split him eight stitches and did you, how many times did rocker. you watch that video? Uh, probably Once? probably two or three times because it was on loop. Right, I watched that thing. You watch it again. LeBron knows what he was doing, and he clicked him. He clicked him, and then he's like, oh, 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 that was an accident. There was no accident in that. You watch that again. When he he lines that elbow up, in my opinion, Stewart has a right to be pissed. And you know what? When he lost his mind, yep, I'm right there with him. I don't blame him. Bad boys. You know, Pistons, (laughs) bad boy hockey, not or uh, basketball. Yeah, bad boy basketball, Right, right. 93, bring it back, you know. I, I say they put a couple of leather helmets and a face mask on these yeah. guys and let them rip tater chip. I, you know what? They, they both got, I don't know. Stewart got suspended Stewart more got, than one game or two. Stewart games. got two games. LeBron got one out of the deal. I can understand. I can you, understand. Really? That. I think, I think it should have been matched. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. Or, or anything, one more for LeBron. Yeah. I would have went the, two, three, two, three, three, four. With, Someone, with LeBron getting more of less. a suspension? You think LeBron yes. deserves less of a he suspension? Would, I do agree that he, he got less. What I, what he did was flagrant, in my opinion. It was clearly instigative. Um, but Stewart, once we, we, we come down to choice, Stewart has a choice to be angry, be pissed off, and go his own way. And he doesn't. And not only does he not do it, he gets pulled away, and then he he looks like I don't know, man. Emmett Smith, Barry, Barry Sanders, <laughs> he was going through the lines. I mean, he made some great moves. He's putting people down, and so now he's got all these individual altercations along the way. No matter what, you have to decide. Unfortunately, Stewart, I totally agree with you, but you get more games with me too. You know. Well, yeah, I I, I don't agree with you, but that's okay because yeah. we. We can still be friends and disagree. That's I do. Nice I do. I definitely show. think though that LeBron, LeBron should have got at least two, if not three, and then just add one more on top to Stewart. I, I think yeah. one was too light. I see your point. I think both of them should have gotten the same amount. Um, but you know, whatever here or there, I, either way, I, I don't care. I really no, don't care. Do I. I'm not going to lose sleep I, on I, this. I, no, I'm not a fan of LeBron James. 
um, one bit, uh, and I don't like basketball. That's no surprise. We already covered yeah. that. Um, I did hear on another show that I listened to that LeBron was trying to get Isaiah Stewart's personal phone number so he could call and apologize. So whether that means, hey, I'm sorry, I did. Apparently I, LeBron doesn't know how to write a handwritten note either. Yeah. Does that surprise you? Yeah, he doesn't know how to fill out an envelope. Come on. Does that surprise you? He's got people you? for that. He's the self-proclaimed greatest of all time. And of self he cannot write. Exactly. Can you do that? Oh, well, he did it. He's self-proclaimed and he's humble. He calls he's himself humble. the king on his own. I think it's nice that he, if that is true, that he did want to reach out. I think that's good to resolve issues. When when I got into one at Hockey Hold'em, yeah. we resolved yeah. issues and everything was cool. I think that goes a long way. Even if if you were right or wrong or whatever, it's always good to apologize and move forward. I, I totally agree with you. The thing is, you know, what, 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 I, I I'll be honest. I can't stand LeBron. So what do you do? Tweet. I can't find his phone number. It's not in my address book. You just go to your admin. You know, you play for the Lakers. You can be like, hey, you know what? Can you reach out to the Pistons? Let this guy know. I mean, come on. It it wouldn't be that hard to send a LeBron autographed jersey down the hallway with your equipment manager and then get the guy's number. LeBron wants to call you. You know what? If if, if LeBron I don't did think that he to even me, wanted a call. If LeBron did that to me and he sent a jersey down the hallway, I was hallway, just gonna say what I, I was like, I, you know what? I would I would seriously find it in me to take a shit on that thing and send it back. <laughs> I would. I put a bow on that. thing. Since when does he play for the Lakers? He's been with the Lakers for a year and a half, two years. Oh, I thought years. he was. I don't still, even know. I thought he was still with the Cleveland Cavaliers. No. Oh my gosh! See that I don't that know. just shows you how no you're fine that I am from basketball. Chris, can you check? Yeah, yeah, no, go look it up. You know what? You you brought yeah, you brought right. It. I brought oh, it up geez. as a segue, obviously, the, or I like to call it a good good wholesale line change. Yeah, let's do the goat. Yeah, he's change. with the Lakers. He what's that? I had to check. He, yeah, he's with the well, yeah, we know he's with the Lakers, but how long has he been with the Lakers? Uh, well, you didn't ask that. Jeez, I'm pretty sure. Wicked. We a we, year and a half. Never mind. We talk. We talk football. We talk football. We covered the football, yeah, greatest of all time, quarter, you know. we, we, and we, we hinged on the quarterback. There's too many positions yep. in football to go on and on and break everything down. We, we could do, do that in time. Let's just football. I hope, God willing, we do another 39 more episodes. Heck yeah, we show. got time. Yeah, we got plenty of time to get into that. <laughs> but since we have that basketball story and we're on the fighting, um, who's, who's your greatest of all time basketball player uh, then and now? <laughs> greatest of all time. Michael Jordan. And and some people um I want I, I do want to put this because we talked about LeBron saying he's a self-proclaimed king, mm-hmm. self-proclaimed greatest of all time. I'm going to put uh Kobe Bryant ahead of him. And I'm not only going to put Kobe Bryant ahead of him, I'm going to put that uh Timothy Duncan Ooh. ahead of him too. Um the trophies, the accolades, the professionalism, the character, all of the non-tangibles, um, those guys were professionals. Mm-hmm. I cannot, even with all the years that LeBron has played this game, he has still come off as a complete uh, baby. Uh, he, there's no, I, I don't see the professionalism. He, can't, he doesn't carry himself as a professional. Michael Jordan walks in the room. 
Oh, you motherfuckers know it. Right? Kobe walks in the room. Guess what? You know it. Tim Duncan walks in. The stature says it all. LeBron, you talk too much. You have taken yourself out of being a GOAT because you wanted to become political. The other guys that I just mentioned, they knew how to stay out of that stuff. They cared about their community. They gave back to the community. Those are those those that's what defines a GOAT. They did it. They got the trophies, they got the awards, they got the titles, and they gave back. LeBron, what do you do? I'm waiting, hang on, hang on. I'm waiting for him to reply. <laughs> at King James uh, doesn't have a reply for that. We'll yeah. have him respond to at just chirping. If he ever does reply to me, let me know. I'll have to send him a fucking letter. I don't think it, <laughs> I really don't think anybody likes him unless you're a diehard basketball fan and you follow everything and uh, basketball related. The, the way that uh, our roundtable follows hockey, yeah. you have to be that invested in it. I did, you know, I, I did watch basketball for a lot of years. But I, I, I like, I like the bad boys. But mm-hmm. I had Magic, you know, Magic Johnson with the Lakers. Well, there's another one. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the Lakers. Scottie Pippen, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Sean Elliott. I mean, there, there were so many great. Carl uh, Malone, John Stockton, all these great. I can't help but laugh. What? Carl Malone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I probably shouldn't say that one. I think, yeah. I'm I'm Carl Malone. Carl Malone says that the moon has milk in it. I'm Carl Malone. What was it? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> then uh, he got blackballed for. I don't know. He would do a sketch on his. Uh, I, I don't think it was the Tonight Show. It was like the Man Show. He would come in. and oh, okay. He would be all blacked out, and he has a Utah Jazz jersey on. Okay. And he like portrays Carl Malone as being stupid. So he's taking flack for this now that we're in this cancel culture. Right, right, right. But his sketches know, yeah. were so funny when he would. You know, just your atypical, tall, or atypical, your stereotypical, tall, lanky basketball player with no brains. You clearly don't know what Carl Malone looks like because (laughs) that guy's built like a fucking truck. (laughs) Right. but So was Jimmy Kimmel back then. Yeah. (laughs) So Jimmy Kimmel pulls it off because he was, you know, broad. Gotcha. But I don't know what he looks like, Carl Malone, because... He wasn't prominent gotcha, when I was gotcha, watching gotcha. at all, but I did want. Yeah, I just I couldn't help but laugh when you Larry, said yeah, that. Larry Bird. So I have a couple that written down. down. Yeah, yeah, holy shit. So I'm, you know, a couple of highlights. I'm gonna Penny Hardway. Take him off your list. No, it's still you know. He yeah, was, Shaq is. We're yeah, talking the nineties. You know the nineties. Will Chamberlain. You know Shaq. Um, my personal favorite was Muggsy Bogues because. It, yeah, we're about stick the with you, little guys. Yeah, you, you us, guys got to stick together. little guys got to stick together. You know what? I, I'm looking at your I'm list. I'm Carl Malone. I want you to go through the rest of your list, but all I'm going to say is like those names are amazing, amazing, amazing basketball players. There, but you can't make not one of them is can be even considered the goat. Magic, oh, he's definitely in that top five though. Yeah, Magic Johnson. I also wrote down Jerry Stackhouse, who's, no. you know, more of a Detroit guy. Yeah. And then... Um, and Joe Dumars. Okay, I got mine too. Right, I know. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. You can't forget, you know, Larry Bird. <laughs> Rick Mahorn. <laughs> I, my, my top pick for the greatest of all time basketball player 
is Michael Jordan as well. You agree as well. I think Michael Jordan could not only beat LeBron on the golf course today, I think if they played one-on-one today, Michael Jordan would still take him to the house. Yeah, and, and, and beat him in baseball. And beat. I was just gonna say, let's go out to the diamond. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see LeBron play baseball. Here's another thing too, and you know what, Chris, I'm not telling you to look it up. LeBron's been playing basketball for how long? I think it's I don't know. Five more years than Michael Jordan had in his whole career, and he's still trying to catch him on things. <laughs> You're not the goat. Go away, son. I can't wait till we get to talk about the greatest of all time hockey player. That's an easy one. 2003 first round pick first overall for LeBron. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I think he came right out of high school too. So that's basketball. That's, one of those odd that's, that's 20 years. Just about where yeah, you can, 19 years. Like I said, every other sport you're handcuffed to a couple of years of college or collegiate. When or did Jordan retire? Cause I want to say he was drafted in 83. But basketball still was one of those. I think now you have to do a little collegiate, but for the longest time, it, you yeah. could be drafted right out of high school. Yeah. You basically walk off your, your yeah, high school court. The thing was, is, man, NBA. they wanted to see see the uh, uh, March Madness because that's seriously where some of the best players got noticed. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the, they, those because those guys were gamers. Man, they'd rise to the occasion. Yeah. 15 years. So, okay. So LeBron. He's almost there. Le- LeBron's been, you know, playing, you know, oh, four more years longer than Michael, and he still doesn't have uh, the accolades. You know what? Uh, just retire, shave your face, leave. Oh. Sim's been said to you, Brent. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that has been said. <laughs> I don't get to give my picks. Let's put a pick. Uh, uh, no, no, what? No. Yeah, Chris, you no. moved on. No, he does oh, not. He gets did you choice. not hear the, the end of period buzzer? Well, that was because you're well, the, was a little premature. You're a terrible scorekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> you could have at least called on me and yeah. then put me on the hot seat and be like, oh, no, I have nothing. I figured you had nothing to no, say. No, he does have something, though. All right, uh, Chris, go a little ahead. Bit. All I want to say, well, maybe not the GOAT, but um, past player, Shaq, favorite one growing up. So got to throw that out there. Shaq I like that he was on your list. Great free throws. He was terrible at free throws. I also enjoyed all of his movies growing up. <laughs> Shaq Top, Fu. <laughs> quality actor. You know he was a rapper too, right? Oh, yeah. I had his it, CDs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With Dufushnikins? Is that who it was with? I, think? I don't remember on that. I think he, he is. Let's talk about him just for a minute. Since I brought him up, you brought him up. He's a personality. Yeah. He is. He, and he loves hockey. He loves people. He's hanging he out there with Wayne Gretzky, taking shot, like shooting on Wayne Gretzky. Or no, taking shots from Wayne Gretzky on the NHL network. Or TNT, rather. And, like, just a great personality. He's deputized, since we talked about that earlier. Yep. And he, his latest movies with Adam Sandler, Grown Ups, are hilarious. He, I haven't seen that. You haven't? No. Oh, my gosh. They are so funny. Once again, though, he's a personality. Yes. You know, he's giving back. Like, I have heard him doing so many things, like, just secretly, like, paying for a kid's birthday party. Or I, doing said, I, or doing I said that. Shaq was on TNT, and that's Charles Barkley. I totally butt after that. Whatever. I'd say Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is better than LeBron. Sha- Shaq doesn't like hockey. Charles Barkley does. I'd, oh, you totally messed up. Oh, that. I totally messed oh, up. Bar- Barkley's great. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and chirp me on that one. Jeez Louise. At least I caught it, though, right? You did. I didn't let you it run what? out. You, you, oh, I was yeah. just going to say on Shaq doing good things. Every 
so often the video comes up of um, these cops showing up to, uh, you know, some kids were playing basketball out in the street, two or three cops show up. And then Shaq, I don't know how he pretzeled himself into his car, but all of a sudden he just gets out and then the cops and Shaq play with these kids and stuff. It's so, a cool video. Yeah. It is. It seems I, to pop I really, up every couple of months. I really like seeing those videos with the you know, police department interacting with some of these urban areas where the kids are playing basketball in the street. Um, and, and they get out there and, and it's nice. It's good. It's wholesome. And it, it offers a little bit more community. If you're ready to hit that buzzer, I have one last thing. No, to I'm say. not going to hit the buzzer because he's All right. got my uh, oh, he's current got player. Yeah, we totally Maybe hijacked. Go, yeah. But um, uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. But Enes uh, Cantor. Why are you? What you have to know the guy to oh. you put him in your. I list. like that he's the only player. I'm turning bright red now because I totally butchered his name. <laughs> um. Nobody cares. It's all right. <laughs> That's true. No, well. Few people might watch. We're still talking basketball. Are we talking practice? (laughs) Um, But he's about the only NBA player that has taken a stance and spoken out against the Chinese government. So if you're going to be political, at least go for something like that. You know, (laughs) forced slavery, uh, free Tibet, all that stuff. Is it, it, I mean, any surprise that Chris went on that angle for? I knew it it had to happen. Is he your greatest of all time then? Currently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of it. So you, you don't want to get on the Michael Jordan train with us? Nope. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Cantor from the Celtics. I had to look to see what yeah. team he was on. <laughs> all I know is he put free time out on his shoes, and then he called out Nike for being pussies and not standing up to him. Good for because, him. Because, you know, the uh, Uyghurs make um, all their shoes and stuff in their sweatshops and forced labor camps yeah, over there so that was that was a hot topic in the 90s i mean it, it clearly hasn't stopped no you know now before i hit the button yeah you know what lebron i'm not watching Sp- space jam michael i bought a copy i hope you enjoy the couple bucks that you probably got from that i watched both of them and i i thought lebron did a nice job acting in that movie because he's been acting his whole life and watch him he hasn't played basketball yet and and the movie had a great message but the original space jam is just like michael jordan greatest yeah. of all time greatest of all time the goat is it okay now yeah we would like for our final sponsor for you guys to go out and check out on your game pro shop the place for skate detailing tape and accessories well, tomorrow is Turkey Day, gentlemen. Turkey Day. So what what's the plan? Fixing a tie one on tonight? Sleep in? Um, eat copious amounts of turkey and watch the Lions lose? Everything checks out except for the turkey part. Oh, no. Are you a, are you ham, a ham guy? I'm a ham guy. Oh, I'm with you on that. Fart. Yep. Ham's yep. way better. Yep. Don't. I don't oh. like turkey. Just don't. Get turkey jerky? Fine. Other than that, nope. Oh, n- nice white meat turkey breast What's with the pink a dash of salt on there. Oh, my gosh. I Are dig on swine. I like swine. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get the flu, too. Nah, no. I live through that. Damn. What are you looking forward to? Uh, I have a bunch of yard work to do over at my mom's house oh, I mean, tomorrow. besides the ham. <laughs> oh, food. Mashed potatoes and gravy and okay. cornbread. 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 All right. All right. Sweet potatoes. That's kind of one of my favorites too. Sweet potatoes. I like 
the turkey myself, but I also am looking forward to some green beans and mashed potatoes mm-hmm. too. I I enjoy all of it. I, I am just not a turkey fan. And I, I think uh, my dad, uh, I'll be going over to my dad's tomorrow. He's going to, he'll have a turkey there, but you know, fingers crossed. They know how I feel. And, uh, I usually get like a little surprise like ham. They have a setup. small little ham for you yeah. sitting on the side. Yeah. Don't touch that. That's Brent's ham. <laughs> so exactly. irony on this. Uh, my brother was diagnosed with COVID a couple of weeks ago. And then right around the same time, my aunt had like an exposure due to work. She works at a school. So my other aunt decided to cancel the family Thanksgiving just because of everything. Um, sure. My mom agreed with her on that. <laughs> and then a couple days ago, my mom <laughs> reached out and she wants our family to go out to her restaurant. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> How are you going to get a nice ham if you got to eat at, at Old Country Buffet? She did mention a buffet restaurant. I you told can say her, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I'll go it gives to a regular a- sit-down restaurant, but I'm not doing a buffet restaurant. But I just find it ironic that everybody was so concerned and then, you know, 10, 15 family members getting together, but we're going to go sit in a crowded restaurant. So you're going to get up tomorrow at 2, 3 o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon and go do yard work at mom's house? Yeah, for a couple hours. And then you guys are going to go to the Sizzler and get a T-bone? Pretty darn close to that. Damn, I'm sorry. You want to come over with us? You know, I feel bad. You know what though? Uh, I'm going to see uh, see my dad and Beth and Phoenix are actually going to Bay Point Inn. To uh, I wish I was going to a nice restaurant like that. Yeah. Nice view out there over the lake and stuff. Yep. Where's Bay Point Inn? Gun Lake. Gun Lake. Gun Lake. Gun Lake. Go. No gun. Oh, it is arm gun. Yeah, gun Lake. Gun Lake. Yep. Wow, that sounds nice. Yep. So she's gonna go down there. And is that in that hotel like building? Yeah. Are they have hotel? Oh yeah. That's the hotel. Yeah. Oh, I, what what do those brothers say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I spent a lot of I don't want to say I spent a lot of time out there, but I've got a chance to hang out there at Bay Point in a, a couple of weddings, and then uh, Kevin Wood, Tom Maney from. Uh, Patterson Ice Center have invited me out there for the, like the it's like a summer celebration I guess you want to call it every stay Wednesday. the night in their hotel room yeah every every <laughs> it's not weird dude every Wednesday night they have bands and all that kind of stuff so no it's a really nice setup out there that's gonna really have a, so a good you, time you guys are div- divvying up and yep. you're taking care of yeah your, she's your got family her she's brother her brother and sister in law are coming in from out of state and uh, so she's gonna go do that and then I'm gonna go spend time with my dad and. Maybe, you know, take a side trip off to see mom and then head back. And I got to still work on that rink. And I got things to do Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I know you do. And thank you for all that hard work. I know it's kind of cheesy, but I think maybe we go around and say what we're thankful for. Uh, Tis the season. It's our first Thanksgiving together. It is without actually. Jay. Hey, Jay. What, <laughs> you know, thankful Jay isn't here tonight. Uh, <laughs> Chirp, chirp, chirp. We we can cut to Jay real quick. Jay, what are you thankful for? Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, all right, Jay, that's enough. He's Jeez. probably thankful for the plans that he made tonight, so he didn't have to come <laughs> come do this. Guys, I'm not feeling well. Yeah, he went out with Clinton. <laughs> Chris, what are you thankful for? Sorry, I caught you mid drink. You did. Thanks a lot on that one. You're welcome. Uh, I would say. Pretty standard stuff here. I'm thankful for the health of myself, family, friends, and stuff. Um, 
some great opportunities personally, work-wise and whatnot. So there's, you know, not a, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you covered it. Yeah. Brent, what? what uh, where to start? start? Yeah. No, I, a lot of things to be thankful for, uh, last couple of years, uh, especially, uh, without the hockey community, I'm probably on the streets again. Who knows? You know, it's just, uh, the, everybody's stepping up and being a part of the community, playing the tournaments, uh, being involved, you know, it, it means way more than you could ever imagine. I think for me, uh, that is huge, you know, uh, Doc and Alyssa, especially with the last two months, two and a half months, uh, everything that we've been through out there um, is a real um, good, sturdy friendship relationship there i mean you want to talk about family that is definitely a family they got the kids they 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 have each other we have the rink they have the gym you know it's um can't thank them enough um you know beth you know thank you very much for everything that you do you know phoenix thanks for the headaches uh, <laughs> uh but you know you know mom dad you know appreciate everything you do a lot of opportunity i've, I've been so blessed uh yes as rough as things been in life and maybe in the last couple of years, damn it. I'm doing pretty good. And uh, I am thankful for that, man. Yeah. You got a little bit of a takeaway this time of year. It's getting cold out. You start to, you know, kind of warm up to the inside and the cockles of the heart. Yeah. Your heart warm up and you, and, and it's the time to just kind of be, be grateful for being around people and, and celebrating a nice meal together. Absolutely. Whether it, it be a buffet or a nice dinner or a home cooked meal. It's just a great, great time of year. Uh, and you get an extended weekend to spend with uh, family and friends. Um, How about you? I, I have the luxury of going last because I can take everything you guys said to say ditto, wind it all into that. But I, <laughs> I on top of all of that, I, I, you know, health, family, friends, our hockey community. Um, I'm thankful for Pirani's hockey shop. Uh, True Edge Skate Sharpening <laughs> and on your game from show. <laughs> Thank you for being loyal sponsors to this shit show of a podcast. Um, it, though we don't have a grand following yet, I'm thankful we'll for all there. the listeners. Um, keep listening. Uh, we really are having fun with what we're doing here. Absolutely. I think <laughs> sometimes there's headaches, but um, yeah, I'm thankful for, for family. That's usually the next day. <laughs> right. <laughs> The hangover headache. Yep, that does check out. Yep, yep. Thanks for clarifying the joke. <laughs> oh, I was just reiterating it in my brain. Yeah. Well, hey, fuck me. <laughs> so, I don't I Yeah, I, I think that's it, you know? You know, before you get into your closing statements here, though, uh, everybody out there, you know, uh, spread, some ki- uh, spread some kindness. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are still struggling, uh, mental health financially if you have it in you to give if you're able to give somebody whether it's a couple minutes or a couple dollars uh it all goes a long way and uh just keep that in the back of your mind uh, this is kind of a tough time of year for people and it, i don't want to say it starts with thanksgiving but we got a lot of holiday family there's a lot of stress that comes up in the air yeah. so if you just think about it you know ask somebody how they're doing it'll go a long way yeah go ahead Stefan. Yeah, any closing remarks out of you chris Oh, no. Oh, good chat. (laughs) Thanks for putting me on the spot there. (laughs) Like, follow, and subscribe. Check us out at JustChirpin.com so you can see our handsome mugs. Listen to... 
the Shane Lyons epi. Listen back for that one. Um, we'll catch you guys next week with a great new episode. We'll see you at the ring. Welcome to the show. It's called Trippin', yo. And Trippin' is what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp on.